Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How you doing today? Man, pretty good. You know, it's funny. I, I'm actually happy to say I'm doing pretty good. A couple weeks ago on the show, I, you know, was lamenting and belly aching about these neck pains and uh, vertigo mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And man, I, I have to say, I was really, really encouraged by all the people that actually. You know, I, I didn't even really think anything of it, like mentioning that on air and kind of, you know, sharing that because you always ask me how I'm doing and typically everything's yeah. fine. But I'm, you know, just spent a little time belly aching, but uh, about, uh, you know, having these uh, <laughs> these ailments. But man, it was it was actually really kind. I, I was uh, really touched by all the folks that reached out to me that just said, man, I hope you get to feeling better soon. I heard you, you know, struggling with some dizziness and nausea and neck pain. And man, it just it was really neat. It was I don't know. It, was, uh, it reminded me that people. People, uh, people care, you know. So it was good. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. great. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's always nice, man. We got a, we got an amazing community out there. Good community. Yeah, we really do. Uh, hopefully, I mean, like you know, less one dear listener, you know, who was, uh, you know, the the roll your own French waiter from Florida who from uh, Tampa from right. Tampa right. who um, you know after last Wear week's slippers. episode. You know, right. I, it is interesting because I I feel like you know last week's episode. <laughs> Things were said, and I feel like I need to, at least, this is, this is for me personally, I feel like I need to clarify a couple of things. I am a man of extremes, okay? I, I'm Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like things uh, a certain kind of way, and, and, and I can be a very intense person. I, yes. Yeah, when, when, when I'm doing something, I like to go, you know, full in. Don't ask me to get something done because, like, I will get it done and make sure that we're all, you know, getting it done and everything else. I go hard, man. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Yeah, hard, hard in the paint, hard in the paint. There you go. Yeah. Here's the thing: I am a work hard, play hard kind of guy. <laughs> and so last week, there allegedly has been some discussion around about me going around Houston, Texas, wearing slippers and and like the gas station and. <laughs> That sort of thing, which contradicts some of the things that I have said about like, you know, hey, I've been trying to like take care of myself, you know, trying to get a good haircut in, trying, you know, like rocking the Country Squire radio ring, like, you know, like really, you know, got my new watch on, trying to present a very, you know, put together man. And then all of a sudden, allegedly, there's this discussion of me rolling around wearing slippers all over the place. Yeah, you're wearing slippers while you're at Luby's Cafeteria or something eating meatloaf, you know? I mean, come on. Which, which, <laughs> like 2 p.m. <laughs> first of all, I would never, sir, eat meatloaf. Second of all... <laughs> the, the rest of that... But, but uh, here's the thing. You know... Either either I'm like dressed up or I am not. You know what I mean? Like, like, I'm like yeah. you, you you see no, me, right. and either I am like looking good or I did not try. There is no halfway with me. <laughs> never has been. Never will be. I am one or the other. So oh, I just yep. felt like I needed to to address the uh, discrepancy okay. that some may have picked up on on that last week episode. Because of course, if you're rocking the Country Squire Radio ring, you are dressed to the nines, my friend. You are, you are. They, they, they do not really go well 
with with house shoes, you know. Uh, but it, unless it's like a really nice pair that's like you know covered on the outside with like lambskin okay. or you know alpaca or something. Alpaca. Um, no, I mean the, the Country Squire Radio Ring. Obviously, it's uh, it's in a league of its own. That's right. That's right. No, no, and again, these were not we're not talking bunny slippers. You know, it doesn't matter. Point is, Country Squire Radio Ring. If you want, <laughs> if you want to look not like the version of me that is rolling around at the uh, at the Kroger's with the slippers on and you want to look at the version of me with like out with the Mrs. on a, you know, on a Thursday night or something like that. That's, that's yeah, got your favorite bowler cap. Got on. my cap on, not my bowler cap. Yeah, you know, I right. wear those, those like, uh, those, what are the Irish caps? caps? Yeah. The Newsies caps. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's it. That my, my, my watch, my <laughs> ring. We're looking good. Get yours today. Of course, if you go to go to country squire radio.com. Uh, you find the link there, order your country squire radio ring while you still can. John David. Yes. You and I, I've been doing this for some time. We have, man. It's been, um, gosh, years. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and one of the things that really, I think since the, the earliest days, since the first episode of Country Squire Radio, you could really kind of tell like was a, there's a passion and a love for yeah. kind of, yes, pipe tobacco, but for the pipe in particular. You know what I mean? Like there, there is something yeah. that you and I both recognized as we kind of sat down to record and even well before that, that there is something about a pipe that communicates a sense of history, a sense of legacy that is in and of itself a physical embodiment of story. A pipe was chosen yeah. by the crafter, like, like was put together to communicate something. And over the years of pipedom, there have been various shapes and styles and different approaches. You've got, to, especially today, you've got all of these different kind of freehand pipes or, or these kind of custom-made pipes with these beautiful, like, essentially like works of art, and they're all works of art, but really kind of custom jobs that are out there. And then you also have, over time, these various shapes and styles that have kind of established themselves. And it, I mean, it's, it's extremely diverse. You think about like the history, for example, of cocktails, right? Like over time, you mix and match all these different things, like the different flavorings, the different spirits, the different whatever it is. And over time, certain cocktails become part of our, like just, you know, lexicon, right? Like we all know what an old fashioned is. We all know what a Manhattan is, but we might not all know what a Mississippi mule is. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> and so right. today we're going to be talking about pipe shapes. We're going to be doing our top three pipe shapes and we're going to do something different than we've done in the past. In the past it's been, you know, John David, you kind of given us the, the top three tier for different categories. Yeah, sure. But this is a topic that is so subjective that we thought it'd be fun to mix it up a little bit. And so we each kind of share our own personal top pipe shapes from that lexicon of like the commonly accepted, these are the pipe shapes, not like the Gandalf head or something of that nature. You know what I mean? Like these are, these are in yeah. that commonly known area, so to speak. Yeah, kind of the the canonical pipe shapes, you know, the ones that uh, are all uh, agreed upon. The uh, you know, if you're googling the uh, you know Dunhill shape chart kind of thing, and and you know, uh, you know, our uh, our um at the first of our uh, our our minds uh, when you see a uh, it, when you see a pipe in your mind in your mind's eye, kind of what what comes to your mind? Uh, what what what's that image? And you know, and so we're gonna explore that a little bit with uh, with uh, with Bo and and with me. That's right, man. All right, so again. Got to make mention of it one more time. This is a highly subjective list, right? Like this is our opinions. This is totally our thoughts. So take that, take that with the grain of thought. You may have your own personal top three list. And, you know, frankly, we'd love to hear that. So be sure to send that at the end of the show. 
But man, how should we do this? Should we count it down like from three to one, so to speak? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like, I, you know, I went into this not really having like a particular order, but an, an order as I got into it, into the meat of it a little more kind of uh, revealed itself pretty quickly. So <laughs> let's go to let, let's go. Uh, you know, these are top three. These are with three that we'd probably both be thrilled with in any order. Yeah, let's do three, two, one. I think that's good. Sounds good. All right. I'll kick us off. The Bulldog. Really? The Bulldog Pipe. Really? I didn't. This is going to, you know, this is going to be a good episode. Yeah. Because I didn't. <laughs> this is going to be good. This is kind of like one of those, like, get to know your best friend kind of right. thing. Because I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really peg you for a Bulldog guy. I know. Yeah. I know. I thought that was going to, that was going to kind of surprise you. And let me tell you, this is why. Yeah. I mean, of course, the Bulldog Pipe, for those that are not familiar, I mean, like, Oh gosh, uh, John, if you want to work your magic and kind of describe it, I'm, I'm talking specifically with that kind of. No, I want you to describe it. It's your choice. Okay. All right. Um, man. So it's kind of like that diamond, uh, kind of shaped bowl, if you will round, of course, but like, if you kind of were looking at it to the side, it has kind of that diamond shape. And then the shank, as I understand it, bulldog can go a couple different ways, but generally you've got kind of that, you know, uh, that kind of square, but turned on its side, even kind of a diamond in and of itself to some extent. These are typically smaller pipes and, Honestly, man, I love a bulldog pipe. It was one of the first pipes that really made me kind of go, huh, like looking at something in a, like not a pipe that before becoming a pipe smoker, I would have ever envisioned, if that makes sense. Like, you know, you, hmm. you said before, yeah. like you kind of think about like the first kind of pipes that come into your head. The bulldog was never that for me, which is one okay. of the reasons okay. why, like when I first experienced one, I kind of stood out. I was like, oh, huh, this is what a bizarre choice. Like why on earth is the shank cut in such a way where it's like, you know, like this, you know, kind of turned square, like this diamond type of look to it. Um, also the bulldog of course has the, uh, uh, kind of the traditional lines that go around the, uh, the widest part of the bowl as well. And the reason why this kind of became on my radar, not just because we've talked about it on the show, but I believe it, even before we covered on the show, I was going on a fishing trip up in Michigan. It was, I think, one of the first fishing trips that I was going on with my father-in-law. And this was, I want to say, around, if not the same year, it might have been the year following, that my brother-in-law had passed away. So he had just lost his son. And uh, he and I were going to go on this, this fishing trip. And so I wanted to bring a pipe along with me. Well, in a really bizarre turn of events... You know, normally you go fishing. What do you get? Well, you bring your Missouri Meerschaum along, right? Yeah, sure. It's a, you know, low, low, uh, <laughs> inexpensive pipe. You know, if it ends up in the river, it's, you know, not that difficult to replace it. <laughs> For whatever reason, man, I remember coming to the shop and you were plum sold out of Missouri Meerschaum pipes. Do you remember this at all? This is a long time ago. Yeah, I really don't, to be honest with you. No, I really don't. You were completely sold out of Missouri Meerschaums at the time. So you had no corn cob pipes, but you yeah. did have this basket like, you know, kind of beat up bulldog pipe that you, you handed me and you got, you actually cut me a deal on it because it was, you know, for one thing, it wasn't, you know, in the nicest condition and everything. Must've been like an estate pipe, like a used pipe or something. Yeah. A state pipe. I mean, it was, it was, it was a bit beat up for sure. And this one, if I'm not mistaken, I think actually uh, fell into the hands of reborn at one point, because I think he actually uh, brought it, brought it back to life after my fishing trip. And okay. it, it was, <gasps> I remember that you remember now. It now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 sure do. That was, gosh, was that a guild hall or a, a uh, Kamoy second. It may have been. I've got it in the cellar. Yeah, I don't have I'd right have to. I, I can see it in my mind. I sure can. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, ever since then, it's so funny because I've got some like really beautiful pipes, some pretty expensive pipes in my collection. But yeah, that sure. bulldog, I keep going back to. 
I, I smoked it like for a while there, it was my go-to fishing pipe before a listener ended up sending me a Missouri Meerschaum that kind of became my new go-to fishing pipe. And, you know, I would go fishing and that was always the pipe I would go with because, you know, again, at the time it was, you know, busted and super cheap and it like, you know, been, yeah. <laughs> been through hell and everything else. And, uh, and I got, you know, a buddy of mine actually took a picture of me and ended up doing a sketch of me holding up a catfish, smoking that same pipe. And, oh, that's cool. You know, when yeah. you start seeing yourself with the same pipe over time, you start kind of mentally yeah. associating it a little bit more with yourself. And I mean, like, man, it's yeah, it's just a good little pipe. It's an easy travel pipe. It's typically a smaller, smaller pipe, smaller bowl. It's kind of a way to, you know, kind of get around a little with a little bit of extra style, a little bit of extra flair without being so over the top. You know what I mean? Like a, mm. like a Calabash or mm. like a, you know, a church warden. It's got, it's got that yeah. little bit of extra style to it that I think really makes it stand out. So yeah, I'm, I'm choosing the bulldog as one of my top three. Number three, bulldog. Yeah. Man, that's great. I feel like I, I really did learn something. I thought I'd that's surprise awesome. you with that one. <laughs> that's good. What about you, man? Oh, man, I'm glad. Yeah. Hey, man, number three, uh, maybe, maybe a little uh, surprise on my end too. I, I'm going to go with the Dublin. Here. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I really, uh, as I just kind of started ruminating on these shapes and thinking about uh, their place for me and all their different characteristics, when I like to smoke what and what types of tobaccos and what I associate, you know, what types of pipes with what periods of, of life or, or habits or rhythms or whatever. The Dublin comes to mind and uh, it, it's one of those that for some reason I associate more with aromatic tobaccos. Huh. Uh, I, I guess the Dublins that I have in my collection tend to get more use kind of with aromatic tobaccos, which I, I find interesting. I didn't really think about that until I started thinking about this, but Dublins are great. Gosh, they're great. They're so attractive. In some ways, it's similar to a bulldog because a lot of mm-hmm. times you'll have a uh, kind of a kind of a, a flare up and then a flare back in sometimes with a Dublin, and so you see uh, see some of that. But you know, typically Dublins they do have that kind of cone shape where it's uh, narrowed towards down the uh, d- to the bottom of the bowl, and then it flares out at the top, and uh, typically has some really nice grain a lot of times or a handsome sandblast to kind of go with that just to show off all that extra mm. real estate there towards the top of the chamber. Dublins make me really happy. They they have a way of uh, showing off some some grain. They, uh, again, are that straight pipe that has uh, just a little bit of flair, literally. It's a, you know, kind of a flared bowl that g- gives it a little more personality. Even the name Dublin evokes, uh, you know, kind of uh, that uh, Scots-Irish, uh, you know, kind of uh, lineage that uh, I associate with. It's just a comfortable pipe. Uh, and, and actually, what's interesting is the Dublins in my collection tend to be bent and I'm more of a straight pipe smoker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a straight pipe smoker. And so I really find those uh, very comfortable. Uh, the Dublins I have tend to be a little heavier. And so the uh, the bend in those are, are nice. But I, I think the thing I like the most about the Dublins that I smoke, though, is how they feel in your hand. They just feel right in your hand. Right, yeah, and, yeah. and it's something I think about that flare, how it flares towards the top. Uh, and then sometimes we'll kind of divot back in as it uh, as it comes to a peak there. You know, Dublins are really, they're just really, they feel good in your hand. They, they're they are fun to palm. It's just, uh, you know, it's almost like a fidget spinner kind of thing. You know, it's something <laughs> something good to fidget with. And, you know, it's it's something that, it, kind of like when you're talking about the, the bulldog shape, having that diamond shank, mm-hmm. uh, it's something interesting in your hand to tinker with uh, without being, 
you know, some wacky freehand pipe, one of these old Preb and Holm pipes that, you know, it's like, well, what, how do you even hold that? I don't even, I don't even know how you, yeah, I'm supposed to put that in my palm, in my hand, you know, and uh, with a Dublin, it just, it just fits, man. It just fits. I, I find myself a lot of times with bent Dublins kind of, um, the way I'll hold them is even different. I'll kind of hold huh. them by the very top of the pipe. Uh, kind of, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to describe, but I'll, I'll kind of hold them like this, uh, while I'm smoking them, uh, you know, with uh, my hand actually covering the bowl. And I find myself doing that with them more. For some reason, that's kind of comfortable. And then I can feel the heat, uh, of the smoke on my palm. And, um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I think with the bent Dublin too, it kind of helps some of those aromatic tobaccos that maybe I'm referencing. It helps me smell them, you know, while I'm smoking them. Uh, you know, when the tobacco is lower, a little below your face profile, uh, sometimes that smoke will kind of weave its way up to your nostrils and kind of smell the smell the aroma a little more. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's number three on my list, uh, Dublin. Got the Dublin. All right, yeah. all right. The Rocky Road to Dublin. I like yeah. it. I like it, man. <laughs> all right, we're going to number two. Whew. Okay, this one. This one's a little little tougher for me because it it's not. It's it's more of like a family of shape. I mean, there's there's a specific yeah. shape in there, but like there's a lot of like cousins around the shape that I either also kind of hold in equal regard or I kind of covet because I don't have them in my collection, but I kind of want them. And, and that's and out yeah, of go ahead. before you say it, I I, yeah. I I just want to acknowledge the fact that I bet I know what you're talking about, and I uh-huh. don't even we haven't compared each other's lists. So no, not at all. We have but no before idea. our show, yeah, I have no idea what Bo's about to say, but I bet. I know what he's about to say. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Kind of that Apple family of, of pipes. Like Dang kind of it. The, I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you might be thinking about my number one. I know what your number one is. You probably know what my number one is. But, but man, no, I was actually, I'm thinking specifically kind of around kind of that Apple tomato style. You got kind of the, the ball, even the diplomats kind of in there. Like specifically when I think about my collection and the highest end pipes I have and the yeah. ones that really showcase the best grain, mm. they're all like apple pipes. Mm. Uh, you know, and I kind of, it, it's funny because for the longest time, and I think even today, I still think you could probably line me up like, you know, like a ball of tomato and apple. Like, I, I don't know that I could very specifically point out the difference, yeah. like, because the shapes are are only like very slightly different to the yeah. untrained eye. Um, yeah. And so that's where it's kind of difficult because part of me says, well, I mean, it's a tomato. And I'm like, well, no, it's really more of an apple. And I'm like, eh, I mean, like, you know, really that kind of family, <laughs> that kind of area. And then you got kind of the squash tomato too, which I don't own, but have always kind of desired to try. Yeah. But it's like, it's such a, you know, that's a pipe with a statement that I'm just not prepared to go there yet. So it's just, not, it's just not. Well, that. but there, there's some squash tomatoes that are um, a little more subdued, you know, that uh, maybe right. you're, yeah, not as, uh, not as, uh, you know, uh, much of a flair. So, um, yeah. 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 But I love, I love them, man. So, you know, you get a good size bowl, so you get a good amount of pipe tobacco and, yeah. and, you know, these apples, these tomatoes. And, um, you know, you talk about like feeling good in the hand, you know, it's, it's kind of rounded. You're kind of they holding really that do. Yeah. rather than a fidget spinner, almost like a stress ball to some extent. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like a heated stress <laughs> ball. Um, but yeah, no man, like those, uh, those, I, you know, it's impossible for me to make a top list and not have, and again, I realize I'm kind of cheating because I'm essentially kind of combining two different shapes and kind of putting them there. But somewhere between the apple and the tomato yeah. is really kind of that sweet spot for me. <laughs> uh, and, you know, because there's, you know, it's, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm cheating by saying that. I, I just want to make, I, I acknowledge that I'm kind of breaking, breaking it's my like own It's like when we do here. quick fire with the squire and it's like, yeah, this one, but also that one kind of thing. Right. We're not really right. supposed to do that, but you know, we'll give you a pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and the other thing too is in my mind, the tomato and the apple are not different enough for them to be like, uh, again, this is just me. I don't, I don't find them different enough in the way that kind of, I kind of perceive the shape and enjoy the pipe. Yeah. They're really that same kind of caliber and they don't fall to number. They don't, they don't go all the way up to number one for me, but they're in kind of that number two category because yeah. again, you can get some exquisite grain really showcased in a lot of those pipes. Yeah. And all of my nicest pipes, man, are right in that kind of wheelhouse. Kind of in that, in that realm. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I would really like to see what you think about a, um, an author, shaped pipe you know those big which which is essentially a an author is really an essentially a just a large uh tomato kind of you know i mean it's just it fills your palm really uh well it tends to be a little chunkier generous sized bowl um and you know that i think that kind of suits you i I could see you smoking that with a uh you know with your uh with your newsy cap on (laughs) so so here's the i actually i do have an author in my collection and i actually it's been it's one of the oldest pipes that i actually have in my collection i want to say it's maybe the third or fourth pipe i ever ever purchased yeah uh and i got it specifically to play poker at my brother's uh, bachelor party because okay. I wanted something. Yeah. I was like, like, let me find the like the biggest bowl pipe in here so that I can like pack this thing with pipe tobacco and focus on my cards. You know what yeah. I mean? And not, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, you know, I ended up having to like you know <laughs> kind of keep it going the entire game and everything. But you know, funny enough, man, the author. You're right. That's in that exact same kind of wheelhouse and everything. But I don't know. That one's just slightly too large for it to fit in my hand comfortably. I got. Whereas, it. yeah, yeah. Whereas the apple or the tomato is really more of that kind of like prime grip in my mind. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's number two for me. What, what about you? That's great. Man, so maybe a little bit of a, um, I don't know, kind of a surprise on this one as well. So number two for me, uh, maybe, you know, this is a pipe shape that I really didn't like at first. I actually thought it was not very attractive <laughs> when huh, I kind of really? started uh, initially getting into the pipe game and, uh, you know, collecting pipes more and getting into different shapes and just being more aware of that type of thing. But my number two pipe shape that's just developed over the years that I, I really have come to love and uh, and gravitate to, it's it's hard for me to not pull one off the shelf when I'm ready to smoke a pipe every day. And that's the Prince. That's the Prince. Yeah, I yeah. love a Prince, man. Mm-hmm. Golly, what a beautiful, elegant shape. It's uh, the stately lines of it, the daintiness of it, but also uh, yeah, sophistication. It's just a, it's a great shape. And I, I just really uh, have come to enjoy uh, a Prince. You know, it, it's it's funny. I've, I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but Mrs. Reeves, who hired me years and years ago, that was her favorite shape. And she always would, you know, our cases, this is back when the Squire was just, you know, on life support and almost, uh, almost, <laughs> almost dead. You know, we, back in the real dry times where we were, uh, man, we just needed a, needed a little energy that we didn't have at the time. But man, she would order these pipes to go on our, on our shelves and at least half the pipes would always be print shaped pipes. I mean, she would, <laughs> she would just order all these print shaped pipes. And every time I'd be like, why are you doing that? No one's buying those. They're just sitting there, you know, and, uh, and, and come to, come to find out. Well, I know why she was buying, you know, was ordering those for our shelves. And uh, I mean, it's because it's just such a great shape. And um, and the more uh, you, you kind of explain it and um, and everything to people, you I think you really start to understand, uh, you know, folks really get the bug. There's there's something to be said about a Prince uh, shaped pipe. Prince shaped pipes, you've kind of in some way, Bo, kind of like you were saying, they're kind of a 
kind of a cousin to that squash tomato or uh, right. something. You've got basically a pot shape that tends to be a little wider at the bottom than it is at the top. It's a squat shape pipe. This is a, a shorter a shorter pipe. And then traditionally, the stem and shank are just the slightest bit curved, just enough to give it a little bit of a dynamic where you've kind of it's not a it's not a bent pipe per se, but it's something that's got just a just a little curve to it. It's interesting as someone that's been in this industry a long time now, you, I, you would think I'd have some kind of terminology for that. It's not like a quarter bend or an eighth bend. It's just a it's just a prince, you know. It's just got that little bit of a of a of a of a flair to it. And um, man, princes are they're awesome. Uh, I have several in my collection that are very um, very special to me. Um, it, both for how they smoke, but then also for things they represent or who gave mm. them to me. A couple that all that come to mind. I've got a uh, Savinelli uh, Punto Oro that is a, a a rusticated pipe. It's a natural pipe, unfinished, that was rusticated, and it's one of their more high grade pipes, obviously. And it's just a very good smoker. It's an older mm. pipe, so it's got a real ebonite stem on it, no filter. And it was given to me by a friend, actually, that I'm part of the the purpose of me mentioning this pipe is and why it's so important to me is is who gave it to me. It was actually given to me by a friend who I'm not on speaking terms with anymore. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And when I when I smoke this particular pipe, I think of that person and I think mm. of kind of a kind of a, a really a a friendship that you know i hope one day is redeemed and all that kind of stuff and so um you know he gave me that pipe it's very special to me it's a good smoker but it's also something i when i smoke i kind of think of him you know and uh, so there's a there's an emotional a- attachment to that pipe as well a- another pipe that i've got is another savinelli it's a prince shape and it's a pipe that a uh, a dear friend of mine gave me and it's a <laughs> it's actually a dear friend that gave us a pipe last episode uh and it's mark van franken uh <laughs> yes, mark sir. gave me a prince of Wales Savinelli, which they have not made in a long time, but it's not quite a church warden length, but it's a it's a longer it's a longer stem pipe uh, that that has a prince shaped bowl, very very elegant with just a real funky uh, stem, kind of uh, I, I don't know, almost if their Clark's favorite were a prince shape rather than a billiard shape, it would kind mm. of be in that in that realm. And and so Mark gave me that pipe years ago, and I and I just really really adore it. But the the reason I like prince shape pipes though, as far as their smoking ability, they have you know if, if you're if you're like me and you smoke a lot of flake tobacco, I love to smoke flake tobaccos out of prince shaped pipes. When you either if you smoke the flake whole or if you do like I do and you tear the flake apart kind of into a ready rubbed consistency before you put it in your pipe bowl. Whenever you light flake, a lot of times what happens is the little leaves that are stuck together, when they get consumed with the fire, they'll kind of start to fan out and explode up over the roof of the bowl. They'll kind of start to ease up over the edge of the bowl. And I like smoking these in a prince because the bowl shape tends to be kind of uh kind of squat and and uh, and shorter, and so you can see the entire. Um, and because of just the little gradual bend on the prints, you can kind of see the entire top of the bowl while it's being lit, and those little flake 
puffs of tobacco are kind of going up over the top. They're kind of billowing, not not the smoke, but the actual tobacco leaves itself are kind of uh, starting to t- starting to fluff up up over the the top of the bowl. It, it it makes it easier to light the flake tobacco to keep it lit, but it also is just very visually appealing and, and pleasing. It's just been one more element of enjoying the uh, the experience. I think uh, princes are really comfortable in my hand, and the balance of them is really nice, particularly if it's kind of a longer, more felt, elongated uh, shape. And um, I just really like a prince. Yeah. So that'll be number two for me. All right. Yeah. I, I probably could have guessed that, to be honest. I think uh, that, that, yeah. that tracks. That definitely tracks, man. Yeah. Okay. Man. Okay. So doubling the prince. I mean, like, definitely you've got, you've, you're putting on like that high class vibe, you know, like. <laughs> You never know it. I mean, you know, we walk in like, oh, you know, I just don't own a, a country squire a tobacco shop in Jackson, Mississippi. Like, no, man, you got that high class vibe. That's what I'm saying. Bo's like, uh, 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 very poor effort of uh, mimicking my redneck accent. No, no, it was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> it was intentionally awful. Uh, all right. All right. We're, we're, but now we're down to number one. And my guess is that anybody who's been listening to Country Squire Radio for some time probably... You can place your bets now. It's safe to place the bets. You probably know what we're going to say. I, 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 you know, I have no problem putting, you know, maybe a year's salary down on knowing what John <laughs> David's going to say for his number one choice. Uh, but for me, man, number one, it always goes back to my first love, which is a straight billiard pipe. Yeah. It is, it's the classic. Yep. It is literally the first pipe I ever purchased. It, you know, I, I it's so funny because my, my original straight billiard pipe holds such a place of prominence in my collection and just in kind of, yeah, just, you know, my pipe journey, I suppose. And, you know, is really kind of the one I associate with myself, even though I don't smoke it as much, you know, I think we've talked about this before is it's funny because the pipe that I, like that we probably associate closest to ourselves is not necessarily, if we don't smoke it all the time, it's not the one that others will associate. You know, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably, um, yeah, I could see that. I I could see that. Yeah. I, man, I love a straight uh, billiard pipe, though. I mean, like, you know, it, it feels comfortable. It is just a classic, no-nonsense look. Uh, but at the same time, it is a pipe, and it does make a statement in and of itself for, from that standpoint. I have been, I would say, to my shame, I have not purchased more billiard pipes. And I think part <laughs> of that is because I kind of do hold the straight billiard and, and that original pipe in particular yeah. in kind of such high regard that I always feel like if I'm getting another pipe, well, I should get a different kind of shape, you know, something a little bit more elaborate or something that's a little bit more, you know, statement making or, you know, something that does have kind of a unique, a unique look to it. So that when I'm sitting down with friends or maybe folks that have not smoked a pipe before, I can kind of share kind of some of that. Oh, that's a unique shape. Well, let me tell you about it. And that, that sort of thing. Yeah. I share a little bit of the history there. Yeah. Whereas with the billiard, because it is a little bit more of a standard type of look, a standard type of approach, it doesn't get that same kind of curiosity from the non-pipe smoker. But man, oh man, do I love a billiard pipe, man. I really, I need to, I need to kind of get over, get over that and not try to impress anybody, but just kind of make myself a happy pipe smoker and really start <laughs> getting myself some more straight billiards. But yeah, that is absolutely my number one. That's great. Yeah, I I, I could have seen that a mile away. And um, <laughs> man, man, you know, and and for me too, um, you know, so it, it I, I'm gonna like maybe piggyback off you a little bit here because yeah. I, you know, a, a, your your number three pick, you kind of uh, 
or maybe it was number, I guess there's number three pit. You kind of had your cake and you ate it too. You know, you're like, well, I like these prints or these apple shaped pipes, but they all just squat tomato and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and, and for me, there, there's kind of a family of pipes here that maybe I thought this was the direction you were going earlier. And they, the family of pipes for me is number one, but, but, but they're really, they're, they really are distinct in their own way. And so it's not really fair to put them all in the same family. My favorite pipe uh, shape has to be the Bing. Uh, I, I love, I love, I love a Bing. Uh, they're very, they're very dear to my heart. And uh, there's something about the, um, I mean, the medium to small size bowl, the height of the wall of of the of the chamber, the the very long, uh, slender combination of the shank and the and the stem. You know, close enough to a church warden to be kind of associated with one, but but not really because it's you know not that long or flamboyant. You know, just a very clean mid-century look. Uh, that that is a that is a pipe that's just very very dear to me. There's a reason I own six of them now. <laughs> However many there are, I don't know. You know, it's just a. a what do you a define very... as own? Because you know, like you've got what you. Oh, ah, but then you've okay. got There's like the, yeah, your I own everything in the shop, right? Yeah, it's like literally, <laughs> it's like it's like yours, and it's like it's quote unquote not yours until that day when it is yours, <laughs> which it was yours. And I'm just saying, you know, you uh, probably yeah, have yeah, more yeah. than six if we're being no, honest. It, it's it's funny that you know I mentioned earlier how uh, Mrs. Reeves loved the. Uh, loved the print shape, and so she would order a bunch of them for the shop, right? And so we'd have a, the the cases would be full right. of these princes that would just sit there forever. Well, uh, it's it's the same thing with me, but it's all beings, right? It's just like <laughs> what, what 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 you know. We open my our employees, my you know coworkers at the shop. They open a a box, and they're like, "Why did we order? Why is there another Bing's favorite here? There's like four already on the shelf, you know." <laughs> so, well, but this one had different grain than that one had, you know. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, no, I, I love a I love the Bing. And uh, something about the length there, it's very, uh, very nice to me how it uh, cools the smoke down. And also the um, the stem thickness tends to be a little more thin uh, down towards the button where your uh, where your teeth are interacting with the pipe. And so uh, it's just a it's just a fun pipe. They're uh, they're great to hold. They're uh, they're fun to gesture with. Uh, you know, they're just uh, they're just they're just great pipes. They tend to be good uh, Virginia pipe smoke, Virginia tobacco smokers because they uh, kind of have that tall, narrow chamber in there and it's uh, uh they're they're just fun I, I i love them i love the look of them i think they're uh i think they're comfortable um but you know i, I said earlier something about kind of the family of pipes that are there yeah and and referencing that and and to me that family that the bing is kind of associated with really is the straight billiard it, it's it's the straight billiard that that bowl shape there's you know, you mm, kind of have the overall mm. pipe profile, but then you also have just the shape of the bowl itself. And within that shape of the bowl itself fall a lot of my favorite shapes. And that is the, the Bing. It's the, it's the billiard. Uh, it's the Canadian. It's the Levat. Uh, these oh, are all right. yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very important shapes to me that I kind of, I, I, you know, I can't for a top three. I don't feel like I could put the, you know, the Bing, the Billiard, and the Levat. Almost feel like that would be, you know, cheating <laughs> because it's, you know, <laughs> right, it's right. Uh, like three faces of the same 
thing in some ways. You know, there's that billiard cylindrical bowl shape, and 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 that is uh, very consistent there with, uh, you know, certainly with the Bing, which I love, but but also the straight billiard. I mean, gosh, that's that's got such a dear place in my heart. All my, um, you know, so many of my of my favorite pipes are are that straight billiard, and um, and L- Lavats with those stubby little stems, uh, but then that same uh, kind of uh, cylindrical shape, and um, it Canadians the same cylindrical shape on the bowl, but the extra flair of all that extra, uh, you know, oval uh, shaped shank that uh, has the extra length that's kind of similar to the being in its own right. Uh, man, that's there's just a lot to love there, and I I, I really uh, really like those. So in some sense, that kind of whole family is number one for me. But if I had to pick one of that entire family, uh, it would uh, it'd be the Bing. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I know that shocked so many of our <laughs> listeners. Uh. Yeah. You know, one thing that came up when I was thinking about this topic as I was preparing for this, um, you know, a pipe shape that I that I wish I loved, but I don't. Um, I'm gonna say I'm. Can I actually like? Say, can I actually take a guess? Yeah, take a stab. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna say the the umpal. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, that 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 would be a good guess. That's not it. That's not yeah. it. Um, <laughs> I, I like um, I like umpals. Very comfortable in the mouth. Uh, yeah. way way too bent for me typically. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, a, a pipe shape that I wish I loved, but that I don't, because I have trouble smoking them. And that is the cutty. Oh, huh? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have trouble smoking a cutty pipe. I, I, I do that. The, the way that those those bowls tend to be canted forward just a little bit. Uh, there's something about the angle of the burn, the tobacco keeping it lit. Uh, I love the look of a cutty. I think they just look awesome. The historical references there. Obviously, a lot of clay pipes are cutty uh, shaped. Um, you know, the, we see the little stiletto on the bottom of them, you know, that, uh, that little, uh, nub on the bottom to kind of help preserve the integrity of the bowl and, and all that. There's, uh, just a lot to love about how a cutty looks. I just can't keep them lit. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I just can't keep them lit. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to me. I, I really love that shape. Hardly pull for one because, uh, because I know I'm going to struggle smoking it. So, um, well, well, you know, that, and it might, might be because, uh, you know, it might be because of what it's made of. I mean, it may be that same kind of shape in a different form, say not in briar, but maybe different material, different material, uh, a a corn cob pipe, for example, like for example, (laughs) the little devil cutty corn cob pipe from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That is right. <laughs> the Little Devil Cuddy is a great little pipe if you can keep it lit, and you probably can because it is a corn cop. <laughs> uh, man, the the um, Little Devil uh, from Missouri Meerschaum, they just have such a uh, such a great line of pipes there, and they've got a really nice selection of those small, uh, kind of stubby pipes that are good pocket pipes with medium to small size bowls, and the Little Devil is uh, right in the middle of that. It's a handsome little pipe. It's got that nice uh, metal band on there, and uh, just a kind of a darker finish with a very high quality stem. And so uh, check it out. It's very reasonably priced from uh, corncobpipe.com. If you go there, uh, you know, check it out uh, along with uh, so many of their other uh, wonderful uh, selections, including the uh, gift bags that we mentioned last week. But um, anyway, uh, order a pipe from there. They'll ship it right to your front door. That's right. And uh, hey, if you've got one in uh, this week, be sure to enjoy it. Take yourself a picture doing so. Tweet it out. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Mirsham know we appreciate them. For sponsoring this show. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week coming in from Josh White, who writes in. I love hearing from Josh. This is awesome. Yeah, this is Josh, your old friend from Texas. He says, my pipe question of the week is what should I do with my unopened tend of McClelland 40th anniversary. I just turned 40 myself and thought about opening it up and enjoying it. I'm torn. What is the rough estimate of its worth? Would you hold on to it or uh, and open it up and enjoy, or <clears throat> would you hold on to it or open it up and enjoy it? Again, that is from Josh White, your old friend from Texas. Man, I, it's always great to hear from Josh. Just as a reminder uh, to our listeners, so we had a custom cob competition for Christmas years ago. Oh, yeah. That's that awesome. Josh's wife was the one that painted the cob that had the full manger scene on it. And and I think we wound up selling that pipe for – it was a lot. I mean, that, that pipe, we, we donated the uh, the proceeds of that to, uh, I think, the Ronald McDonald House. And, um, man, just a, it, it was a great success all around. But that pipe got so much interest because of how beautiful it was. Anyway, that was that was Josh's wife. And, um, and Josh, great to hear from your brother um, all the way from East Texas. And, man, uh, look, looking forward to seeing you again, I hope, I hope soon. But, um, yeah, man, it, you know, if it were me, you just turned 40 – um, I'd open that puppy up. I, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's time to do what you're going to do with that. It, it, right. Either, either smoke it or sell it. I, you know, for me, this, this is the, this is the key. So the 40th anniversary McClelland, if you sold that 
tin of tobacco. They're, I, I don't know, you could probably get, you know, somewhere slightly north of $100 for that can of tobacco. It would be my guess. You know, it, it's a little harder to say nowadays because you can't sell these on eBay like you used to uh, used to be able to get away with. And so, you know, there's, you know, your mileage may vary. You might be able to get a hundred and a half. You might get, you know, uh, eighty five. But you know, somewhere probably just north of a hundred would be my guess for that ten. It's a great tobacco. It's so delicious. I, I would open it. Uh, you know, if it were me, the reason I would go ahead and smoke it and 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 open it. Virginias have a uh, characteristic where over time uh, they they're going to peak and, and and you know if this tobacco um, if it's their 40th anniversary that would have been let's see I think that came out in maybe 2016 is that right so we're talking five years ago yeah I mean I, I think that's got just the right amount of time on it for that Virginia leaf in there to just be darn near perfect. I mean, I you know, if you wait a bunch of more years on this particular tobacco, it's going to peak uh, and it's going to um, start producing diminishing results as far as the, the aging goes. And so um, to me, the ripeness of the Virginia's uh, before it starts to get too mellow, it's important to kind of hit that peak uh, a little before. And so that, that's why, you know, when people very graciously, they'll say, Hey, I've got some 30 year old Christmas cheer. You want to try some? And, and, and I'll smoke it. And it, a lot of times it does taste very good, but, um, but, you know, really that Christmas cheer, it would have been so much better if it was maybe, maybe seven years old, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so you're kind of, you're kind of easing up to that. Uh, that time period with the with the 40th anniversary there so um yeah man i'd I, I crack that joker open and, and smoke it if you uh if, if you care to so that's what i And honestly i mean like you talk about a hundred or so dollars i mean that the 40th birthday is kind of when you're going to spend that kind of money to treat yourself well it's true yeah i mean think about like uh yeah i turned 40 i'm gonna go buy a really nice bottle of scotch or something like well you know here's your pipe tobacco exactly you've already you already did it and you didn't have to spend the money <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it works out pretty well. You spent 15 bucks like five years ago when it came out. You know? Yeah. See, <laughs> right. Josh, you were smart. You were smart. Yep. Uh, right. yep. Enjoy it. And happy uh, happy 40th as well, Josh. Uh, thanks so much for the question. Hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send that into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Fire questions! All right, man. Quick fire questions. This is, I guess, precious rock edition, stones edition. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please send some quick fire questions into the show. Oh, that's <laughs> we, hilarious. We, you know, you can always tell, like, once we've uh, once we we hit the uh, the empty kit, like, you know, we've got all these wonderful, great pipe questions and so much great listener feedback and everything. We are backed up like crazy. And the quick fire question sometimes like that one, every once in a while we'll hit empty on. And then you can tell, cause it'll be like a week like this way. <laughs> the cupboard's kind of bare. And it's, you ask your daughter like, well, give us some quick fire questions. And she's like, do you like, you know, yellow or purple better? <laughs> Unicorns or fairies. Yeah, exactly. All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. Gold or silver? Ah. Uh. This is actually kind of hard. I know. It's, isn't it funny? <laughs> it, it, it actually is. I, okay, so I like silver-toned 
things. Mm-hmm. And often that means white gold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, like I look at my ring, I look at my watch, I, you know, if, 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 uh, you know, it, it's, I, so I think those silver tones are, I don't know, they're just more attractive to me. So I'll go, I'll go with silver. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. And I mean, you're exactly right. It ends up being white gold more than anything else. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I really, really like some silver. So it's, uh, it's, it, plus I think, Gold's making a comeback, but I feel like that silver white gold has been kind of like, you know, kind of has kind of, you know, gotten gotten ahead. It's been like on top for quite some time. But I do feel like there's like that desire for a little bit more of an old fashioned look. And I feel mm-hmm. like gold is, is kind of making a comeback in that. It has that vintage uh, essence yeah. to it. I actually asked the guy when I went in to purchase our wedding bands. Uh, this has been over three years ago now. Uh, I actually asked the guy that question. I was because I looked around. I was like, you, you know, growing up, I thought of wedding bands as being yellow gold because that was what my parents had. And, you know, my dad's friends and all that kind of stuff. And but then, you know, when I came around and was was getting married, it, most of my friends had had the white gold. And I thought that was more attractive and you go inside the uh the jewelry store and you see more of that white gold or platinum or that you know kind of tone and i thought that was um so we just had a conversation about that i think he said it's something like three to one white gold to yellow gold nowadays but that it was kind of changing back in that uh that other direction a little bit so uh just like everything else things uh things come and go come back around all right ruby or emerald emerald I, i i love green i just love green yeah i'm in the same boat emerald's actually my birthstone so i'm I'm a fan from that standpoint oh, I too. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, so uh, high school colors were like, you know, red and blue. But when they were coming around with the class rings, I ended up getting an emerald because it was my birthstone. And I was like, you know, I'm yeah. kind of more atta- attached to myself than I am my alma mater. So I'm going to go with <laughs> go with an emerald <laughs> instead of a ruby. All right. Amethyst or sapphire? Sapphire. I, I like that uh, that beautiful, brilliant blue. That's that's very, uh, very handsome. All right. So you kind of made the joke about the idea coming from the kids. This didn't the idea didn't come from the kids. However, my oldest has got kind of like a she, she's gotten into rocks pretty big lately. Yeah. And so like she has a little bit of a rock collection. We all I went through, through that phase. Things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's funny because she's like pulling out all these little like rocks and crystals and amethyst and everything else. I was like, oh, yeah, it, it brings me back to, to like, you know, oh, what is it? The uh, what? <sighs> The Ag- Agricultural Museum in Jackson, right across, yeah. you know, right diagonal to you and everything. If you go into yeah. like the general store there, they've got all the different rocks and amethyst. Yeah, you can buy a little, kind of you know, for a nickel, you know, you can get a little, I don't know, topaz or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And right next to the rock candy, which is really, really dumb. because Very confusing, right? <laughs> lawsuit waiting to happen, yeah. I'm going to go with the amethyst uh, for that reason. Uh, and then finally, diamond or pearl? This one's hard, too, actually. I, I You know, I think... I think I would prefer pearl overall. I, I yeah. think the pearls are elegant and, uh, you know, beautiful. They kind of have a, uh, uh, I don't know, a 1920s feel to them. Yeah. Um, you know, I yeah. think I like Queen Elizabeth or Margaret Thatcher. Um, yeah, I, I'll, go with, I'll go with pearl. Diamonds are a little over the top to some extent. I actually, um, a long time ago when we went to Florence, there is, I think, a bridge. I want to say it's called Ponte Vecchio. I could be wrong on that. Bless you. <laughs> And uh, on the bridge, it's like all these little jewelry stores and they open up in the morning and they kind of like literally like the front wooden face like opens yeah. up, like they crank it up and everything. It almost looks like a jewelry box opening up. It's really beautiful. Oh, and uh, yeah, I went there with my wife and actually bought her a, uh, a string of pearls. And uh, yeah, just kind of a, a treasured possession. And, treasured, <laughs> and then uh, couldn't artifacts. afford to come home. So yeah, it was I, just barely, just barely. <laughs> but anyway, all right, well, there you go. That See, that actually ended up being pretty good, all things that considered. That was good. Yeah, I like that. It was great. Yeah, that being said, y'all, please send us some quick fire questions. And uh, you can send them <laughs> into the show, show at countrysquireradio.com. 
your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback this week, man. We got it in from Jeff, who writes in, Hey guys, love the show. This is about a recent show detailing Country Squire Radio ring. He said, I've been married for over 33 years. My original ring got too small and haven't been able to remove it. Recently, I was able to get it off. I was going to have it resized. The cost was more than, a, than your new ring. So you guessed it. I purchased no. the ring and it will become my new wedding ring. No way. I'm looking forward to receiving <laughs> it and wearing it. Keep up the good work. And that is from Jeff. Jeff, wow. that is awesome, brother. Man, that's great. Man, we, we're a part of your story, dude. That's really cool. <laughs> He's not alone, man. I, there's a couple of guys that have actually shared that they actually got it to specifically replace their wedding ring. Um, wow. Wow. Especially some older folks, like you know, as you get older, you might have you know put on a little bit of that uh, you know those extra <laughs> yeah, married weight, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so the ring doesn't quite fit like it used to. And I've got to tell you, the the you know the Country Squire ring is really really comfortable, uh, as Jeff now knows for oh, sure. That's but, cool, um, man. That's that's really yeah. great. Well, I mean, we're honored, brother. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And uh, hey, love getting in uh, the listener feedback. If you've got some listener feedback for us, be sure to send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Uh, you can also follow John David at John David Cole or the shop at underscore Country Squire or the show at Squire Radio. But all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, including the link to get your Country Squire Radio ring. Purchasing those helps out the show. Speaking of helping out the show, we also love our patrons over at Patreon.com slash Country Squire Radio. Help out the show. Keep it us keep us on the air going. That's the place to do it. <laughs> John David, man, really enjoyed uh, talking about these top three pipes. As I mentioned at the top of the show, man, a pipe is a physical embodiment of a story, and I was really excited because not only did we yeah. get a chance to share a little bit about our you know personal tastes and preferences when it comes to pipes, we also got to share a little bit about our, our own personal stories as well and the stories yeah. that surround those pipes. Man, I know, and so, so many that I, I you know even as I'm kind of thinking about the uh, after part of our conversation, I just so many other stories I wish I did share. You know, there's just yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of great uh, a lot of great events that happen around your pipe that uh, you start to connect with, and there's reasons why we love what we love. So, um, yeah, it's good to unpack that, man. I'd, we'd love to hear some of your stories, too. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, in, in some form or fashion, we'll, we might make a revisit to this. Uh, for example, like, you know, Missouri Mearsham, for example, has a lot of custom shapes that we got to, you know, top three Missouri Mearsham pipes would be really, uh, shapes yeah. could be really, really yeah. interesting as well. So, uh, but yeah, love to, love to hear from y'all. Man, until then, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 